0: chapter nineteen of the mysteries of paris volume four by eugene su this librivox recording is in the public domain the agent of safety the reader already knows the bleeding heart in the champs-elysees near the cour de la reine in one of the deep ditches which a few years since were close to this promenade the inhabitants of the Ile du ravageur had not yet arrived after the departure of bradamanti who had as we know accompanied madame d'harville's stepmother into normandy tortillard had returned to his father placed as a sentinel at the top of the staircase the little cripple was to announce the arrival of the martial by a certain cry bras rouge being at this moment in secret conference with an agent de sûreté named narcisse borel whom the reader may perchance remember to have seen at the tapis Franc of the ogress when he came there to arrest two miscreants accused of murder this agent a man about forty years of age was thick-set and powerful with a high colour a keen quick eye his face entirely shaven in order that he might better assume the various disguises necessary for his dangerous expeditions for it was frequently necessary for him to unite the transformations of the actor to the courage and energy of the soldier in order to seize on certain ruffians with whom he had to contend in cunning and determination narcisse borel was in a word one of the most useful and most active instruments of that providence on a small scale which is modestly and commonly termed the police we will return to the conversation between narcisse borel and bras rouge which appear to be very animated yes said the agent of safety you are accused of profiting by your double-faced position and of taking with impunity a share in the booty of a band of most dangerous malefactors and then giving false information respecting them to the protective police take care bras rouge for if you are detected no mercy will be shown to you alas i know i am accused of this and it is very distressing for me my good Monsieur narcisse replied bras rouge whilst his weasel's face assumed a hypocritical air of vexation but i hope that this day will at last do me justice and my good faith will be recognized that remains to be proved how can i be distrusted have i not given proofs Was it I, or was it not who, at the time, enabled you to apprehend Ambroise Martial, one of the most dangerous malefactors in Paris, in the very fact? All this is very fine and good, but Ambroise was warned they were going to arrest him, and if I had not been earlier than the hour you told me of, he would have escaped. Do you think me capable, Monsieur Narcisse, of having secretly told him of your coming? I only know that I received from the scoundrel a pistol-shot aimed full at me, which fortunately only grazed my arm why to be sure monsieur narcisse in your profession you must be occasionally exposed to such mistakes ah you call these mistakes eh certainly for no doubt the wicked fellow intended to lodge the ball in your body in the arm body or head no matter i don't complain of that every profession has its disagreeables and its pleasures too monsieur narcisse and its pleasures for instance when a man as cunning as skilful and as courageous as you has been for a long time on the track of a gang of villains whom he follows from quarter to quarter from lurking-place to lurking-place with a good bloodhound like your poor servant to command and finally marks them down and comes upon them in a trap from which not one of them can escape why then you must say monsieur narcisse that there is great pleasure in it the joy of a sportsman not including the service he renders to justice added the host of the bleeding heart with a grave air i should fully agree with you if the bloodhound were faithful but i fear it is not ah monsieur narcisse you think i think that instead of putting us on the track you amuse yourself with setting us on a false scent and abuse the confidence placed in you every day you promise to aid us to lay hands on the gang and that day never arrives What if the day arrives today, Monsieur Narcisse, as I am sure it will? What if I bring together in a parcel Barbillon, Nicolas Martial, the widow, her daughter, and the chouette? Will that, or will it not be a good sweep of the net? Will you then mistrust me any longer? No, and you will have rendered a real service, for there are very strong presumptive facts against this gang, suspicions almost assured, but unfortunately no proofs so then a small fag end of actual crime which would allow of their being apprehended would help amazingly to unravel the difficult scheme eh monsieur Narcisse? most decidedly and you assure me that there has not been the slightest incitement on your part towards the coup which they are now going to attempt no on my honour it is the chouette who came to me to propose inveigling the diamond matcher here when that infernal hag learned from my son that morel the lapidary who lives in the rue du temple was a workman in real stones and not in false and that mother mathieu had frequently considerable value about her person i acceded to the proposition and suggested to the chouette that the martial and barbillon should join her so that i might be able to put the whole party into your hands and the schoolmaster that fellow who is so dangerous so powerful and so ferocious and who was always with the chouette one of the frequenters of the tapis francs the schoolmaster said bras rouge feigning astonishment yes a convict escaped from the galleys at rochefort anselme de by name sentenced for life we know now that he disfigured himself on purpose that he might not be recognized have you no trace of him none replied bras rouge boldly for he had his reasons for the lie the schoolmaster being at this very moment shut up in one of the cellars of the cabaret there is every reason to believe that the schoolmaster is the author of fresh murders he would be an important capture no one knows what has become of him for the last six weeks and that's the reason you are reproached with having lost all trace of him always reproaches monsieur narcisse always not for want of ample cause and how goes on the smuggling is it not necessary that i should know something of all kinds of persons smugglers as well as others in order to put you on the scent i disclose to you that pipe to introduce liquids established outside the barriere du trône and coming into a house in the street i know that said narcisse interrupting bras rouge but for one that you denounce you allow ten to escape and continue your traffic with impunity i am sure you eat at two mangers as the saying is oh monsieur narcisse i am incapable of an appetite so dishonest that is not all in the rue du temple number seventeen there lives a woman named Burette who lends money on deposit who they say is a private receiver of stolen goods on your account what would you have me do monsieur narcisse the world is so slanderous says so many wicked things once again i say it is necessary for me to mix with as many rogues as possible that i even seem one of themselves so much the worse for them in order that they may not have any suspicions but it cuts me to the heart to imitate them cuts me to the heart i must indeed be devoted to the service to give myself up to such things as that poor dear man i pity you with all my soul you are laughing at me monsieur narcisse but if that was believed why has there not been a search made at mother Burette's and in my house you know well enough that we might not alarm the ruffians whom for so long a time you have promised to deliver into our hands and i am now about to deliver them monsieur narcisse before an hour you will have them all handcuffed and that without much trouble for there are three women as to barbillon and Nicolas martial they are as savage as tigers but as cowardly as pullets tigers or pullets said narcisse half opening his long frock coat and showing the butts of two pistols in the pockets of his trousers i have wherewithal here for them you will do well to have two of your men with you monsieur narcisse when they see themselves caught, the most cowardly sometimes show fight i shall station two of my men in the small parlour at the entrance by the side of the room into which you are to introduce the jewel-matcher at the first cry i shall appear at one door and my two men at the other you must be speedy then for i expect the gang here every moment monsieur narcisse very well i will go at once and place my men provided that all this is not another humbug the conversation was cut short by the peculiar whistle intended as a signal Bras rouge looked out of a window to see whom it was that tortillard announced aha it is the chouette already well do you believe me now monsieur Narcisse? why this looks something like-but it is not all but we shall see and now to station my men and the agent of safety disappeared at a side door End of chapter nineteen read by celine Major.